It's cut day. Anybody of note, no longer an Arizona Cardinal. And who is going to be QB1? Let's discuss. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on the YouTube. This episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Locked use use code Locked On NFL for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It's cut day. Not many big names have been cut. I mean, like I waited to record this podcast because I feel like it's a fool's errand to do it early in the morning and then before, you know, cuts happen. And a uh, couple names of note, you know, we'll we'll talk about that in the second segment. I kind of want to give like an overall grade on the offseason or on the, you know, camp in the preseason because it's over and we're, you know, that Super Bowl gap. <laughs> between games where it's that two week, two week stint um, before the Cardinals play actual football. And uh, we still don't know who QB one is going to be. We do know it ain't going to be Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy was let go from the organization uh, on Monday. And I don't know if it was a surprise. It doesn't really matter if it was a surprise or not. This isn't high stakes, anything as pertains to the quarterback for the Cardinals until Kyler Murray comes back. But, you know, it, uh, a tip of the hat to Colt McCoy for his time here in Arizona. Incredibly valuable for the quarterback room. Incredibly valuable for the culture, for the locker room, for younger players, for Kyler Murray. Like, Colt McCoy is just a consummate pro. Colt McCoy has had a star-crossed last game of college through his NFL career. For those who don't remember, Cole McCoy hurt his shoulder, I think, on the first series of the national championship game against the Mark Ingram-led Alabama uh, Crimson Tide. I uh, was out, and Texas almost came back and won that game. It was wild, wild. You know, he's been injured. He started some games in New York and, and, and Washington and, and Cleveland, I think. Finding a home as a veteran in Arizona was great for a couple of years. He won a couple of big games for the Cardinals, two division rival games two years ago, like He's been a gem. He's exactly what you want an NFL quarterback to be who is never, you know, perennial pro bowler. He's a perfect dictionary definition of a backup quarterback who adds value even when he's not playing on the field. Okay, so now he's no longer an Arizona Cardinal. The Cardinal now only have 13 quarterbacks, it seems, on their roster with Jeff Driscoll and David Blau and trading for Joshua Dobbs and Clayton Toon, et cetera. And it just begs the question, who's quarterback one? Now, reports abound out there. Well, it's always been Joshua Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs is the guy. Joshua Dobbs should never be the target to start for any professional football team. By all accounts, nice guy, smart smart guy, great. He's been in the league three, four years, started eight games or played in eight games as quarterback. It's like, okay, so there's there's that. Uh, he knows Drew Petzing, his offense, great, got it. 
under I understand the rational thought behind starting him on week one. I do. If he can get, you know, caught up to speed with an entire new team in less than two weeks. Clayton Toon hasn't been a world beater, you know. Isn't throwing for five touchdowns a game like, oh, who is this kid? This was a steal, you know, whatever it is. That's never been the the stance and why one would think that Clayton Toon should be the week one starter. When you pin these two up against each other, what I would think the process is going to be is it's if Joshua Dobbs can can get caught up in two weeks, he'll start. If he can't, he won't. I just think that's the wrong thought process on it. The Cardinals are going to be bad this year with Moss record-wise. They're not going to be vying for any sort of competitive trophy uh, placement or playing any more than 17 games. So with that, it's not a, what do you have to lose? It's not a, oh, who do the, who should they start to win the least amount of games? It's never about that in the NFL. But it should be tie goes to the rookie, in my opinion, especially if it's Joshua Dobbs. It's not a good quarterback. It's not like he was a first-round pick in 2018. He was a fourth-round pick out of Tennessee, okay? He threw two more touchdowns in his final two years of college combined than Clayton Toon did in his last year of college, 42 to 40. He's not a guy that can unlock the offense, even if he knows it or not. He's not a guy that can elevate. And it's this isn't a personal, like when we talk about these things, it's never a personal attack on anybody. It's not, I don't know him as a human being. It's a personal attack, not personal attack. It's a, it's a criticism on the avatar that is Joshua Dobbs as an NFL player, as an employee of the NFL. Him and Colt McCoy are pretty much the same. I know Joshua Dobbs has a different skill set, okay? But their ceiling is as low as the other. So when you look at Clayton Toon, and you... (laughs) A little aside, I'm getting... um, now I'm getting the Steve Kime is being replaced by Clayton Toon as my new quote-unquote obsession. It's ridiculous. I can't remember who said that on Twitter, but that was funny. It made me chuckle. Um, I just think it's not about who gives the Cardinals the best chance to win because neither of these guys do. So I'd go Ty goes to the unknown as opposed to Ty goes to the, we know exactly who this player is, and it ain't great. Be more fun. And until Clayton Toon shows that he's not an NFL quarterback, start him. That's me. That's me in a nutshell. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, your team every day. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Any cuts of note? What does it mean? Do they matter? There's a lot of things that will matter a lot. Pretty much, you know, from now through the 2023 season. But when it comes down to the cuts that have been made so far, hasn't been a whole lot. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to discuss them anyways. This episode of locked on Cardinals is brought to you by the game time app. All right. 
buying tickets to your favorite game should never be stressful. Okay. And that's why the game time app is one of my absolute favorite sponsors that we have. Like it's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Like I'm a huge stand-up comedy fan and you know, the websites are kind of clunky when you actually have to go to the, to the actual, you know, venue and stuff. The game time app is super seamless. Okay. It's got killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. All right. Again, stand-up comedy is massive for me. And there's some great spots in Phoenix, you know, whether it be, you know, celebrity theater or, or the improvs or whatever, CB live and the game time app is always my go-to to just kind of see who's in town tonight. Stand-up comedy, Phoenix game time app. Okay. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, uh, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always have the best price. You always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Okay. You can get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and your set tickets are set sent directly to your phone so you'll never have to dig through your email. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On NFL for 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Welcome in Locked On Cardinals, Alex Clancy here. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's no surprise at this point that I think Clayton Toon should be the guy uh, until he proves that he's not. He gives the Cardinals the best chance to unlock this offense. And I know it's a little bit closer with him and Joshua Dobbs, but we'll get a better idea of what this offense will look like with Kyler Murray with a mobile quarterback like Clayton Toon more so than Colt McCoy is no longer with the Cardinals. And Joshua Dobbs has been here for 10 minutes. I, I, I don't, just like Colt McCoy, I don't see an upside for starting Joshua Dobbs right out the gate. If Clayton Toon comes in and he's bad, you pull him. There, it doesn't matter. It's going to be so clunky. It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. If Clayton Toon is close, start him. I don't understand the pushback on that. The dude was a baller in college. It's not like this is a guy who won a contest to be an NFL quarterback for a day. He checks the boxes. Just play him. A couple cuts of note, uh, aside from, you know, uh, Colt McCoy yesterday, Corey Clement was let go. What is he supposed to do to be on the roster? What is he supposed to do? Like, I know you've got James Conner. I know you've got Keontae Ingram. Now, (laughs) barring a Jonathan Taylor trade or something like that, I don't know what Corey Clement's supposed to do to stay to not be on the roster. I'm sure he'll be a, a practice squad guy if he wants to stay with the organization. I don't – what else is he supposed to do? That was one that kind of interests me. It's a lot of, you know, not a lot of big names the Cardinals have on their roster, you know. Um, Richard Lawrence was an interesting one. So let's, let's jump back a couple years. Um, dueling fourth-round picks with Lecky Foto and Richard Lawrence – both from big schools, Utah and LSU, respectively. Richard Lawrence won a championship. You thought that Steve Kine was like, you know what? 
He's starting to figure it out. Big schools, big names, big bodies. Didn't work out so well, but in theory, it was good. And then Richard Lawrence, like the fact that he played well his rookie year when he was healthy. Okay. And then he's kind of had this kind of precipitous decline. The thought of him not making this roster with how bad the defensive line is already, that's all you need to know. And it could be scheme. Okay. It could be a little scheme, but a lot of it's just performance. And he just hasn't lived up to his potential, even though he was a fourth round pick. But, you know, with with where the Cardinals roster is now, you kind of know who's going to be there. Like, Control Clark didn't didn't play in the final preseason game. Looks to be, he's going to be CB2, sixth round pick. This is just a time to remind you, this is a process. This roster is not deep. This roster is very top heavy, but it's graded on a curve. It's like getting a 63% on a calculus final and having an A because it's the highest grade in class in college. That's kind of what this top heavy talent level roster is for the Cardinals. I don't think there's going to be any surprise. Like I think Corey Clement was a surprise, but it's not, it's an ancillary piece. Rashard Lawrence ancillary piece. There's not going to be a guy like, I don't know that Greg Dortch that's going to get cut. I wouldn't think. You know, it's especially if they sign him to a deal. Maybe he's a bad example. But this roster is going to be bad. It doesn't matter who 54, 55 were because they're not going to make an impact like 1 through 12 will. You know, like this isn't this isn't going to be a deep roster. And you feel bad for the guys. Like this is this is a tough week for NFL players. It's a really tough week. And hopefully whoever the Cardinals cut of consequence can be retained on the practice squad. I know there's only a certain amount of spots there, but on all, like the Cardinals cuts happen during preseason, during a free agency by not bringing anybody back. That's what it was. Byron Murphy, Zach Allen, you know, DeAndre Hopkins later. That was it. Like there's not going to be a guy who gets cut this week that would have really made an incredible impact on this team because this team isn't going to have any sort of real incredible win-loss impact in 2023. This is all just part of the process. Lockdown Cardinals, your team every day. I mean, it, I, it, I don't want it to be like a ho-hum thing. Like a couple guys made some nice, nice plays. We'll see if Christian Matthew stays. I guess he's, he, he's a name, but as, as recording now, there hasn't been any word on him. He played in the final preseason game when control Clark didn't. Um, but this is just, we're in it right now. We're in, we're in the thick of it. In the thick of the, uh, the not so great. So hopefully soon it will not be the case. But as of now, we are smack dab in the middle of it. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Uh, coming up next. How would you rate this offseason? How would you grade this offseason? Jonathan Gannon, Monty Osifort, camp, culture, games. Let's hit it next. Lockdown Cardinals, your team every day. So here we are, everydayers, 
here we are getting closer than ever to finding out what the Arizona Cardinals 2.0 will start as. And I know I make a big deal about Clayton Toon versus whoever else, um, but it's so much bigger than that. Okay, so uh, a little aside, even though it's it's really important, but there's no new news on it. Kyler Murray was put on the pup list. Uh, they could transition him to the IR where he could wouldn't necessarily have to miss the first four weeks. I don't think that that was a surprise. I love national media like, oh, uh, that means they're tanking because they're putting Kyler Murray on the, on the PUP list. Okay. Well, Kyler Murray tore his ACL in December. So I don't think, you know, medicine and health and things like that are directly correlated to the tankability of a team. Cardinals are going to tank without trying. So, you know, I mean, it, it's going to be like a, it's going to be like a, a tangential byproduct of the season. But the whole thing about Kyler Murray, oh, any move the Cardinals have made the last two days, oh, they're tanking. No, they're just going to be bad. They're just going to be bad. Cutting Colt McCoy may have been the most anti-tanking thing the Cardinals could have done in the minds of a lot of people. The Colt McCoy would give them the best chance to win. You cut, or Colt McCoy would give them the least chance to win. So you cut him. Oh, wait, they're tanking. No, he was – Colt McCoy isn't a good quarterback anymore. Like, that doesn't mean he doesn't have value. But on the field, between the lines, he doesn't give a team a good chance to win anymore. And that's okay. He's had a hell of a career. It's just not time anymore. That time is up. So this offseason, or, you know, from camp through through the preseason, I give it a B minus, B. Jonathan Gannon looks the part. Um... They've made difficult choices. They've been proactive, trading Isaiah Simmons, bringing Joshua Dobbs in, trading Josh Jones. Kind of like th this is the, the thesis statement for pretty much camp through now is, if you're not a part of your future, you're not a part of our now. <laughs> it's pretty much what it is. I mean, it's like if they don't see that player as being a part of their future, why wait? That's it. Why wait? And that's where we are. So what I would do is I give Jonathan or I give Jonathan Gannon a B. Nick Rowles, Drew Petzing, like it's going to be a process, man. It's going to be a process. I've talked about this a lot. It's like Jonathan Gannon's the president and the rest of the coaches are going to be the cabinet and they're going to kind of do it together with Jonathan Gannon leading the charge. Most coaches the Cardinals have in the forefront have not coached in the position that they currently coach in with the Cardinals. So it's going to be a process. This defense, especially the cornerback room and the defensive line, or the interior defensive line especially, isn't going to be great. You can't completely rebuild a roster in one offseason, especially when you let go of two of the main guys with Byron Murphy and Zach Allen, rightfully so. Zach Allen for the money and Byron Murphy for performance, health, whatever it may be. People always say that they don't they didn't want to be in Arizona after they left. Maybe they just were upset that they didn't get paid what they wanted. So they had to go somewhere else. I give it a B. I mean, any step, any, any step that's not a step backward is a step forward. If it looks like they're 
you know, just waiting in the water. It's just part of the growing and rebuilding process. Nothing needs to be fantastical for things to be moving in the right direction. And that's a lot of what we're going to see this year. It's going to be a lot about the players this year, a lot about individual growth, a lot about individual flash plays when the Cardinals lose by 20. And those things, while seeming to be, you know, minuscule compared to the grand scheme of things, that is the grand scheme of things. That's it. Who on this roster will be able to be difference makers for the future? That's what this year is about. And we don't know who those players are going to be yet. So up until this point, through camp and the preseason, Jonathan Gannon looks like he belongs. Paris Johnson Jr. has allowed no quarterback hits. Control Clark has gone from a guy who they thought maybe they could play in the slot to a, a starting corner week one, it seems like. Michael Wilson has been the star of the camp, a star of camp. So playing it like the, the football nerd strings, it's check the boxes. First, first round pick, check. Third round pick, check. BJ Ojolari, we'll see. Moving on from Isaiah Simmons, you don't have to worry about paralysis by analysis. Buda Baker, back. Jonathan Gannon, not saying, yeah, I need to watch the tape before answering any question post-game. Could be a lot worse. It could be. I implore people to see everything existentially in the moment and not look at the big picture because the step-by-step, moment-by-moment, how the Cardinals do things is what's going to formulate the big picture when they're ready to take that next step next offseason. Alex Nancy, Locked On Cardinals. I will talk to you tomorrow.